Hey, welcome to the After Church Podcast, where we take what we hear on Sunday and apply it to our lives on Monday. This is week two of the Advent season, our Unexpected Sermon Series, and today we're going to be talking about unexpected love. Today I'm going to be joined by Kurt Petersheim of the East Campus and Stephanie Akiyama from the South Campus. So let's jump into the podcast. Hey, welcome to week two of the Advent series, Unexpected. Uh, today, Stephanie Akiyama. Yes, hey, hello. Stephanie. Hello, and Kurt Petersheim. What's up? All right. Well, I want us to jump in. What are we talking about today? Stephanie, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the second candle in the Advent wreath. So we are jumping in and talking about how Advent is a time for us to kind of slow down, to kind of contemplate. It's a time before, um, before we celebrate Jesus's arrival here. Mm-hmm. And so... The whole Advent season is just this time to slow down and think about um, the Lord and 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 His coming. And mm-hmm. so the second candle is, um, we always have two things that a candle means. So it means an attribute of God, mm-hmm. and then it also means part of the nativity story. Okay. And so um, this week, we're learning about the Bethlehem candle. Mm-hmm. So it's called the Bethlehem candle. It's purple, which is significant in, in uh, liturgical uh, denominations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the color purple means um, fasting and penance. Mm-hmm. Um, it also means royalty. And mm-hmm. so lots of symbolism mm-hmm. um, towards this time of the year. Um, but the Bethlehem candle also uh, is called the love candle. Mm. Yes. And that's really what we're talking about. Yep. Is that what we're talking about today? I, I guess. Yeah. That's what Stephanie <laughs> said. So. That's what we're, that's what we're talking, talking about. about. Yes. Love. In, in our yeah. sermon, though, for the yeah. week, what's the main topic is? Jesus is love. Jesus is God's love to us. He is the mm-hmm. gift of the love of the Father to us, given um, when he was born so many years yes. ago that mm-hmm. the love of God came into the world. And so, yeah, Bethlehem and love. Yeah. yeah. So in our whole series on unexpected, being unexpected, what is it about Bethlehem then that would kind of lean in, uh, would, would kind of speak to that something being unexpected? Yeah. The cool thing is Bethlehem is a tiny little town, <laughs> um, but it had so much significance um, to the people of God. So Bethlehem um, is about five or six miles outside of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Which so, is the big city. Which the, is the, the big the city. The so, important city. The important city. So that think. the Son of God, right, would come to this tiny little kind of insignificant town. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't insignificant in the life of God's people. Yeah. Um, you've got several huge things that happen. So when Jacob is coming back home after he lived with his uncle Laban, um, his wife, who was his favorite, Rachel, whose mm-hmm. name actually means lamb, lamb. Mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. Um, was buried in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also the home of King David, the shepherd king. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also where uh, Naomi and Ruth come back, and Ruth meets Boaz, who is uh, David's great-great-grandparents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this so, is his ancestral home. Yeah. Jesus' ancestral home, because David. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right, which is why Joseph comes back that's why to Joseph Bethlehem. That's right. exactly yep. right. That's... So God in his sovereignty just 700 <laughs> years prior mm-hmm. through the prophet Micah tells that this is where this king is going to be born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then 700 years later, all of the significance. Yeah. And then it's also called the house of bread. So, so Bethlehem <laughs> means the house of bread. And Jesus calls himself. 
Yeah, yes, the bread of life. The bread of life. So. I'm gonna go ahead and read Micah. Yeah, let's oh, yeah. actually let's let's do what you just said. Let's do let's go Micah, Micah. And, and get the prophecy 700 years prior, and then let's let's jump yeah. to at least uh, if you can remember some part of Luke. I don't you don't have to go there, but yeah. it's actually coming into uh, uh, the prophecy being revealed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'll read Micah five one and two. So it says this: It says, "Marshal your troops, O city of troops." For a siege is laid against us. They will strike Israel's ruler on the cheek with a rod. That's verse one. So it's like this war is happening, battles happening. The ruler of Israel's kind of been taken away. But mm-hmm. then verse two says this, but you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be a ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. So this weird kind of enigmatic prophecy about Bethlehem and this ruler that would come. It's like the ruler's gone from Israel, but there's mm-hmm. one coming yeah. who's from Bethlehem and would be great and whose origins are from ancient days, from from of old, which is the way the prophets often write about mm-hmm. sort of these, in, in this prophetic sort of futuristic and uh, mysterious way mm-hmm. to say somebody else is coming, but he's coming right. from Bethlehem, which again right. has significance, but it's this small... Right, seemingly insignificant place. Right, and if I were an Israelite hearing that that prophecy of Micah, I would be thinking, "Oh, you mean another David? Yeah, right, David. like another right. David right. that will come in and be yeah. the king and maybe yes. march in and yeah. take over." And, and a lot of the prophecies of the Messiah was obviously he would come from the line of David. Right. We know right. this, mm-hmm. um, but still, just the beauty of it being David's story, being from humble beginnings, and right. then Jesus obviously being that what we would call the the second David, or the yeah. really the complete and perfect picture of who mm-hmm. David sort of emulated at first, or was a type of in the Old Testament. Now Jesus is the fulfillment of this, yeah. and mm-hmm. he'd be the ultimate ruler, the ultimate right. king. Yeah, and so through this whole series, unexpected, we're we're dealing with this tension of mm-hmm. well, yeah, I mean, there's prophecy, so there's some expectation, but mm-hmm. it doesn't always come out like we yeah. think it should. Exactly. And so, how does it? How, did you get to Luke? Is that what yes. you're going to read? So in those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. So there we go. That's yep. the prophecy being fulfilled. God using a census <laughs> yes. of, of Rome. Right. From a pagan to ruler. To get yeah. Jesus to be born where he was supposed to be born. Exactly. I love it. Like yeah. God has some kind of plan, huh? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. yeah almost yeah. planned out. Almost seems like it was planned out. Yeah. All right. So that's the Bethlehem part of maybe the candle, the Bethlehem mm-hmm. candle. But now right. we're talking about love. Yeah. Um, certainly God's showing his love in, by using Bethlehem in this way and talking about it. But, but let's get to... What is it that Jesus, how is he that love? Like, what is he, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it feels intuitive, but let's get to some scripture that maybe talks about it. So First yeah. John is the place we're going to talk about in the yeah. message. Yes. Um, so do you, you want to read it? Yeah. Who's got it? Do I have it? You have it. <laughs> All right. Let me do it. <laughs> you got you, it. You read it. Yeah. You go. Go ahead. So First John 4, 9 through 12 says, mm-hmm. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him, through Christ. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Mm -hmm. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us and his love is brought to full expression in us. 
His love is brought to full expression in us if we are in Christ and if we are showing love to one another. Right. That's the full expression of God's love. Yeah. Demonstrated first or best. Fully. Fully. Right. Yeah. In Christ and his, yes. uh, his, his birth, death, and resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he says, so, you know, that that part in uh, verse 10, this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son. So there's the, there it is, right? The birth the of Christ, the gift of the yeah. Father's love being Jesus. And and obviously that he says, he came as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. We know why he was born, to right. die, um, but he was born. And I mean, just that part of it is even amazing. And that's exactly. the Christmas part of it, of he was born in a... And, and and to me, when we're talking about Bethlehem and we're talking about love and kind of making these connections too, I'm thinking, again, Bethlehem, tiny town, Mary, virgin teenager, right? Born in a manger, born you know in the middle of the night, with no fanfare, no, but just this like God seeing this humble place and right. a humble person and humble circumstances, mm-hmm. and that to me that defines God's love. Like yeah. He sees the smallest things, the most insignificant exactly. things and people in the world, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And That's uses, who God is. Yeah, and uses them. I love yeah, yeah. in the ESV that the passage that you read starts out with beloved. So, and John did this a lot. Like mm-hmm. he called the people of God beloved, mm-hmm. which means those who are loved. Mm-hmm. So those who are loved, go love. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Like that's, yeah. you're loved. So you should go love. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that Christianity is one of the only faiths that God says, I, I'm doing something for you, and he doesn't say, so then you should do this back to me, mm-hmm. right? So, so like, I'm doing this, so you should give me everything. We should. But he says, because I'm doing this mm-hmm. for you, you go and do this mm-hmm. for everybody else. It, it's the picture of Jesus when he washes his disciples' feet. Right. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah. if then I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you then should go and wash the feet mm-hmm. could wash one another's feet. Yeah. He doesn't say you then should wash my feet. Like mm-hmm. line up, boys. Time to wash my feet. <laughs> he doesn't do that. Yeah. It's it's so different from any other faith in the world. Yeah, and so in our, our the three points actually we talk about on Sunday is that God demonstrates His love in an un- unexpected places like yes. Bethlehem, yep. yeah. unexpected people like Mary, Mary right. and Joseph, and, yeah. but then unexpectedly through us. Yes. Right. And that's the whole thing. Like if you got this big, great God who is also benevolent, well, you go do it. You, <laughs> you go and win all the people and you go show the love yeah, and, and even, we'll just, we'll just robot and follow you. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Unexpectedly. <laughs> right. I am God. Yes. But I'm going to use you. Yeah. You're, you're, this is how I know the love is. Other cool. candles hit a little bit more on the, the wise men and the shepherds, but those guys, too, you know, just the mess, the first messengers of this were, pagan astrologer or well, right. this was years later but just these guys who came from further away and then the right. shepherds who hear this news first and get to go and worship i don't know it's just all of it, mm-hmm. it so is. amazingly unexpected and, yeah. and god loving and seeing and using people yes. that nobody else would use yeah. or right. love or see yes. right story. and i think about bethlehem being just this tiny little insignificant town um piper says uh the reason one of the reasons why he says that Mary, who is unexpected, Bethlehem, which is an unexpected place, is so that we can't take any of the glory. Right. Yeah, we good. can't boast in any of it yeah. because tiny little, like insignificant peasant girl, mm-hmm. right? Insignificant town. Uh, it was crowded. Like like nothing worked out the way that it was supposed to work mm-hmm. out. And the preparation for a king to come, mm-hmm. I mean, they would prepare for, for months mm-hmm. for a king to show up and no preparation. Mm-hmm. Like he just 
boom, here he is. Um, Even at the end of his life too, at the end of his life, entering instead of on a a steed or a stallion and all his armor, marching in Jerusalem instead, he comes humbly on the back of a donkey. And on the the other side, I said no fanfare a minute ago, but there were a billion angels that, that's right <laughs> in the sky right. to the shepherd. Yeah. so there was in heaven for sure yeah. just maybe not on earth yeah. Yeah. someone had some better intel than we did <laughs> yeah or at least could definitely read it some fanfare in heaven yeah. like yeah man yeah, this, right. is, this is him <laughs> the angels are going, right. what are he doing all right so <laughs> yeah. the reason for this podcast though like this has all been great and this is yeah. good these nuggets help us understand things better but now you know part of the podcast is for us to figure out how do we take this right right out now and live it like what do right. we do with this information and so I do want to jump to some of the ref- the questions for reflection that we'll have. Uh, all these will be online uh, for you guys to use in your small groups mm-hmm. or with your family or just personally for uh, questions for reflection. Yeah. Uh, but they really help us center in on the topic for today, which is this gift of love. Yeah. And so I just want to jump into some of them. Uh, e- each week, too, we also have an action step that, that uh, we and our families, our kids will all be having kind of the same action step right. from each series. This one is just... The, uh, give the gift of unexpected love this week. Uh, surprise someone by paying for their meal in the drive-through, or hmm. uh, sending a thank you note, or an unexpected text of gratitude. Just some way to kind of, in an unexpected kind of way, to yeah. surprise someone with, yeah. with love. Um, and maybe that'll play out here into our questions for for reflection. So the first one: uh, describe a time when someone surprised you by showing you unexpected love. You want to go? Sure. <laughs> Either one. Go ahead. Um, I remember the year I started homeschooling, and it was a big decision for us. And you always have all of these questions. Did I pick the right curriculum? Am I going to mess up my child for the rest of her life? Like, just <laughs> you just, you're very nervous. Um, and right before we started, I found out that my dad had had to be put in the hospital, mm-hmm. and they didn't know if he was going to make it. <clears throat> and so, at like, right at the start of this, like, crazy time anyway, I'm having to be at the hospital as much as I can. And um, it was also Kylie's, I can't remember, eighth or ninth birthday. My daughter's eighth or ninth birthday. Now, in my household, we did birthdays big. Like that, like we did the tea parties or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Poodle skirts and for 50s, whatever. And I just, I was talking to some friends and I was like, I I can't, I I can't even think about this. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I can't even do this. Well, unbeknownst to me, my friends plan a birthday party for Kylie Pay someone to come and clean my house before everyone shows up. Paid someone to clean my house after everyone showed up, after they left, so yeah. that I didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I, I've just never, it, it was just so kind mm-hmm. and so unexpected. Mm-hmm. It's mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Be surprised by love. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, I was thinking about... Uh, Probably I have one that's more like that kind yeah. of a story um, in a hard time in life. Like after my mom died, I just remembered so many people, honestly. And I mm-hmm. I mean, I could pinpoint, but um, one, people that just show up for you and people yeah. that um, phone, whether it's phone call, text, whatever, or show up at the funeral or showed up at our house, brought us right. breakfast and things like that, where you're just like, it's the simplest things right. of just, we're here, we care, you mm-hmm. know, we see you and that kind of stuff. Um, and then the other one I was thinking about earlier was, um, just, you know, I got done doing student ministry this last year and, 
Um, it was like, it was my last Sunday night um, of us doing student ministry. And um, I had planned because it was just an end of the year thing anyway. And this is something we always want to do is like just honor our volunteers. So I had planned a thing mm-hmm. like a lunch. We had El Charo here. Like we had a whole lunch and like planned to, if, that I had put together for my volunteers. Um, thank you all for serving this year. It was great. It was in May, you know. And at the beginning of it, they like hijack it. And they had planned a whole thing for me (laughs) that I had planned. Like they used my plan to like against me. (laughs) That's Um, unexpected. (laughs) They made me this video. They like had letters from former and current students. It was just cool. It was just super sweet. And um, just one of those moments that kind of catch you off guard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, That was just like really memorable and meaningful. So Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely an unexpected. Like I was like, this is my, I'm doing this right now. (laughs) They're like, hold on. And they start doing all this stuff. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Similar stories on both. Um, my wife had thrown me a surprise graduation party. I'm kind of late in life going through college and <laughs> had a different track, you know. And so when I finally graduated with my undergrad, uh, she had thrown me a surprise party. And I'm not big on surprises, but mm-hmm. it was one of those where everyone goes around and says something kind about you. And that was unexpected. And, you know, I, I, words matter a lot to me. And so yeah. they were very, it was, you know, just very me- meaningful. Um, and then my kids, I don't, I, this is just a, a neat thing, maybe for some parents out there um instead of doing like father's day like gifts like get the tie and or, you know whatever right. um we have this little little journal and each year since my kids were able to write they would write down just something a, a sweet yeah. little note you know whatever Aww. what they appreciate or whatever about me and to go each year now i kind of expect it now because it is <laughs> it's, <laughs> right. it's a tradition yeah um, but but each year it's unexpected what they're going to say. So from yeah. the little the littlest years of you know we like that you cook for us you know, yeah. to now well we like that you cook for us <laughs> but also clean up but for us and you things, love us and yeah. stuff and yeah um, that's cool yeah. so that's like unexpected love is a beautiful thing and everyone's probably experienced it somewhere. I mean, you might yeah. have to think about it yeah but it's it's there yeah. Um, so then the question would would be next is how can we show that like how can we practically show someone love this week yeah when i think about love always i think for me and because again it's like just ways that i've experienced it so i always think like this is so meaningful to people it's just like intentionally seeing people where they're at right kind of thing um and again as we're talking about this bethlehem idea and mary because i think about mary's story and mary even says this in mary's magnificat right where she Mm kind of like sings this song of praise to god it's like you saw me, yeah. you know, of all people in the right. world, Mary, you know, 13 yeah. year old or whatever she was, yeah. virgin girl that you saw me. So that for me is just like, you know, are there people in my life that I can see better, that I can encourage better, that I can just appreciate more? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's just those simple little things. And obviously you can give gifts and you mm-hmm. can serve people in different right. ways, all sorts of ways to do that. But anyway, I just kind of start there. I'm always... Um, wanting to think like, how can I do a better job of seeing people that maybe others don't see or that I'm just not appreciating well. And right. well, that might be my wife. It might be somebody I work with. It might be just a, an acquaintance I have or a friend right. I have or a family mm-hmm. member even right. that I haven't appreciated well. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so that's what you're going to do this week? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, uh, really, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, this this has been great for me even to think through that and go, man, yeah, I need to be better on that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. Yeah. How are you going to show love to someone this week? Yes, I think the same thing, just noticing mm-hmm. what someone needs. Um, some people need a phone call. Some people need a thank you note. Some people mm-hmm. need an encouraging word when you're going through their checkout line and they just look frazzled. Um, right. 
I love one thing that Andrea Hayes does that I love so much is she'll be in the Walmart line and she will always ask. I don't know if always, but every time I've been with her, she will ask the um, the associate, um, hey, what's your favorite drink? What can I what can I buy you out of this little refrigerator right here? Because they've always got the little mm-hmm. Pepsi or whatever. Um, and so she'll buy them that drink. And it's like, that is awesome. I don't even think about that. <laughs> and now people don't check you out at Walmart anymore. <laughs> I know. It's like so they you, have to, you have to intentionally get in a line. <laughs> yeah. No matter how long it is, you can buy that person a drink. For yeah, yeah, that's sake. awesome. Yeah. I know. Just those kinds of things. So, so yeah, you're going to buy someone a drink this week? I don't know. I'm going to notice. I'm going to okay, notice what notice someone somebody. needs. Yeah, I think so that's it for all notice. of us, right? Yeah. Just notice people and open your yeah. eyes. Because that, look, again, and you read through the Gospels, like that's Jesus. That is Jesus in a nutshell. Like a guy that could see anybody yeah Zacchaeus is a perfect story of that exactly whoever yeah awesome and if it's somebody you know um so particularly if you're someone you live with right Right. you know them (laughs) uh you're gonna know what speaks to them Mm -hmm. right Right. so what's their kind of love language or whatever and you know if it's my wife always does the laundry like that's kind of the her (laughs) domain and i'm terrible at it but i'm gonna do the i'm gonna do some laundry and that will be that'll speak love and um yeah so there you go we're gonna do that we're gonna do those things yeah Number three, last one for today. Uh, what do you do to help remember the love of, that Christ has for you? So what do you do when you've maybe forgotten or maybe you're not feeling it, you know, feeling that love? Mm-hmm. What do you do to remember? And I, I think this is helpful for people um, because, you know, you've lost that love in me. <laughs> well, there's times where we feel we like that part out. Stop that. Stop that not right have now. that in the actual <laughs> <laughs> there's times where we feel like, ah, oh, it's just nothing. I'm, there's no love. I have no love. Yeah. But Christ is always showing us love. How do we remember that? I mean, obviously the easy answer is reading it in scripture again yeah. and again and again and again, which we should absolutely do. And um, that is, uh, y'all, it's so, I know it's the cliche pastor things to say, but reading God's word and being in his word mm-hmm. consistently, it's not just to know it better. Right. It, it, yeah. But. Because we need to be reminded right. all the time. Yeah. I need to be reminded all yes. the time. Um, I mean, First John is the prototypical letter of this, where yes. he over and over again reminds us. He starts off chapter three, how great is the love the Father has for us, yeah. that we should be called children of God. Yeah. If that's a memory verse that you live your life by every day, how great that, that I am called a child of God. Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole Bible is full of that. But even... For me too, just conversation. Like this is great, and but just talking to other believers who know Jesus and know yeah. His love, and being reminded that way is always really helpful. Hmm. Yeah, I think the same thing. Like I think um, I had a pastor who used to say, "We read the Word of God so that we can know the God of the Word." Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not just a checkbox or some kind of transactional thing, but it really is a relational thing when we come to the Word. Um, I also think remembering his faithfulness. You know, over and over, especially in the Psalms, you read oh, yeah. when when a psalmist was like, where are you? I don't <laughs> I don't feel you. But they go from feeling, like faith is more mm-hmm. than feeling. It's, it's a knowing. It's a knowing. And, it's a trusting, a knowing. Yeah. and their knowing was not just like, I've got this intellectual knowledge, but mm-hmm. it's an experiential knowledge. Like I know that the last time I needed you, you were faithful. Yeah. And I know that even when I didn't know that I needed you, you were faithful. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so we go back to remembering, okay, okay, I may not feel it, mm-hmm. but I know it. Yeah. Yeah. I know him yeah. and I know his faithfulness. I think no. about thankfulness too. Um, yes, we talked a little bit gratitude. about this in, 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 at the end of Colossians with yeah. thankfulness and gratitude. Um, I don't remember, maybe we were having a conversation about somebody that was writing down something they were thankful for every day. Mm-hmm. Was that you? In Boss Camp. 
Is that who that was? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was like a challenge, like right yes. now. And I, boss camp. Boss that camp, is something yeah. that has been so on my mind of just like, is yeah. that not a way to remember God's faithfulness and goodness and love for yeah. us? To it's every also, day be like, I'm thankful for this. Yes. yes. The, the St. Ignatius uh, examine at the yes. end of the day is always a... Uh, or as uh, Dar- our friend Daryl Head would say, the aptap. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all, there's <laughs> yeah. all sorts of yeah. acronyms, but that you're thankful. You you, you just think through the day and go what gratitude. Was a, yeah, and gratitude. it literally gratitude literally rewires your brain. Mm-hmm. Like it like it's a it's a physicality. It's a yeah. it's a thing that happens when we are grateful. Mm-hmm. It changes the the wiring yeah. of our brain, which is crazy to think yeah. about. Now, now we're uh, we're the three of us are bibliophiles. We we love some words and stuff, and so it's it's probably easy for us to go. Oh yeah, I mean you read it, mm-hmm. and when you read it, you feel it, and you know, you know, and it's, right. it changes your all yeah. the stuff. All of that is true, right? Mm-hmm. Like someone who hates to read can pick up scripture because it's sharper than any two edged sword right. and it pierces through the heart. They can read it and know and feel the love of God. Now. I'll just give some another option too. If it's if if reading is sometimes difficult, you still mm-hmm. should do it. You should, you should do it. <laughs> yes. um, but serving somebody. Oh man! When you serve somebody else, yeah. praying for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you go, man, oh, every time I pray, I just tell God all my stuff. That's fine. Will you pray for somebody else? Yeah. You your heart grows. Yeah. It has to grow. It is. You know, so. it's part of God's upside down kingdom. Like it, yeah. when oh, we gosh. pour out. Yeah, we are filled, which doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we serve, we are we are served. Like we yeah. are given back more. God says, "Test me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't and, outgive and, and me." Seeing His answers yes. reminds you of His love and exactly. His faithfulness. Right? Like because mm-hmm. I love that. And just when you pray for other people or whatever your prayers are, and however you you've been seeking the Lord and you see right. Him answer. Yeah. I don't know if y'all journal or whatever. Journaling is a great because it, it reminds is. you what was I praying about right. or what was going on in my life there. And how did God work in that? You know, because so much of scripture is about remembrance too. Why do we take communion every Sunday? We remember the Father's love in Christ and what he did for us. But I was talking to someone just recently, then they were sharing with me how something uh, we had been praying for, for this person in this family had come to fruition. God had answered that Mm -hmm. prayer and it had so changed in in the life of their family. And they were sharing that with me yesterday. And I was just like, that is amazing. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. She could see God's love. I could see God's love. Mm. And you're just reminded of it yeah. as yeah. you see him work. So right. hearing stories, yep. hearing those stories of faith uh, can grow our heart and make us mm-hmm. remember God's love, Christ's love mm-hmm. in a, through us and to us and through others. And um, serving, reading, praying, yeah. it's a, like all the things right. that you like would kindergarten think we would Sunday school. <laughs> It's like kindergarten Sunday school stuff. Yeah. It's like, Try you know, it and see yeah, if we're lying. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah. Don't ignore see the basics when you're, yeah. when you're feeling unloved yep. or unlovely. Yeah. Worship. Oh, yeah. Just worshiping God and feeling. You ever... You ever worship God and just hate it while you're doing it? I mean, <laughs> you almost always, you, it makes you feel his love and, and his presence. And anyway, yeah, yeah, worship is part of what we're made to do. Sure. That's right. <laughs> Some good music. Uh, yeah. Get out in nature. All sorts of different ways right. to yeah. be reminded of God's goodness to us. Vitamin D, for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> it's helpful. <laughs> it's holy. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, we get to the Advent is the word itself, meaning the the arrival, the coming right. of, and that's going to be Jesus. And so when we get to Christmas Day, we can truly celebrate the love has now been birthed. And yes. here he is. Yeah. And yeah. he's going to demonstrate his love for us uh, at the cross. Too, Parents, so. try mm. just wrapping up a paper that says love on it and giving it to your kids and see how it works. It might work great. <laughs> yeah. It might not. <laughs> But then you can be like, Jesus, it probably won't work. It probably won't work. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. But we should obviously yeah. reflect on and remember and celebrate the love of Christ. Yeah. And remember, Christmas. when we love each other, yeah. 
God's love is made complete. complete. Exactly. It's a full expression of his yes. love when we love each other. Yeah. It's like it hasn't done his work until it's done its work through us. Yeah. That's great. You know? Yeah. I love, sorry, in the Greek, the by this is love perfected. Mm-hmm. Um, the Greek actually is the word perfected twice. So it means perfectly perfect, perfected. Perfect. <laughs> perfectly perfected. Like mm. this is how love is perfectly perfected. Like I'm going to put some emphasis on this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this week, uh, go and show some unexpected love uh, to your family, friends, uh, maybe to someone you don't even know. Enemies. Enemies. Yeah, that's a tough one to do. But um, but to go and and do that this week. Uh, And then if you are trying to figure out how did I lose this love and feeling, where do I go? We've given you tons of different things to to look at and check it out. And always, you can look at the resources on eastridge.church slash advent, or it might be eastridge.church slash unexpected. I think it's eastridge.church slash unexpected. So that's where you're yes. going to go for all the resources during our Advent season. <laughs> Jacob is shaking his head off camera. One of them. One of those will work. We'll figure it out. It'll be all right. So that's it. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys at church on Sunday for week three of the Advent season, unexpected. Yeah. Uh, or you can always join us online uh, when we do this after church podcast next week. All right. Yeah. That's a wrap, guys. We'll see y'all.